to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCourt, founder of God Hope Ministry, Loto from Loto Ministry, and Phil Ville from Verge Collective. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Oh, yes, we are. Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1 here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. We're a voice in the wilderness. We're moving forward. And speaking forth the good news yeah. of the gospel of the kingdom of God, our good friend and co-host Loto is not here, but don't, don't, don't be worried. We have our regular hey. shock jock for Jesus. <laughs> shock jock. We uh, have Phil Valnueva. Philville. Hey, great to be back. I wish I was a jock. I uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but Musician the thing man. is, is we've got a lot to talk about as usual. We're going to want to uh, uh, be tethered to God's word, but we're broadcasting live from the Manchester studios here yeah. in Fresno, off the foothills of the Sierra, reverberating back into the valley with the good news yeah. of the gospel of the kingdom of God. We're pulling out the stop. The floodgates are open, the veil has been mm-hmm. rent, and the kingdom of God yeah. is on the move. And we're looking at the scriptures. We want to make sure that we're facilitating unity in, in diversity, yes, in the sense of uh, in essentials unity and non-essentials diversity and all things charity. And uh, so we're going to be uh, touching briefly on the scriptures, but we do have some good news yes. and some things that we need to be sharing because we're taking a stand. We're not just We're not out there just cursing the darkness. We are shining the light of yes. the glorious gospel. Yes, of Jesus Christ. Definitely cursing yeah, uh, the darkness. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> now, the thing is, is that Kirk Cameron's been uh, traveling around the, the nation and s- inspiring others to do library story reading hours. Uh, and there's been a local controversy here uh, with the mayor. And uh, we need to uh, talk about that. We'll, we'll, we'll go into this in further detail in future Kingdom Talk programs. But, um, you know, we are called to be a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle or put under a bushel, but on a candlestick that may light all that are in the house. So let your good works shine before men, that they may glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And so we don't want to just, you know, talk about how these bad books are in the library. And, and that's that's fine. It needs to be pointed out. Diane uh, Pierce, the uh, city council member in Clovis, uh, did make a statement back in June warning her constituents, she had every right to do so, that uh, you might want not want to bring your children to the Clovis Library, and she had like a pictures, I think, yeah, and uh, maybe a video, but pictures of these inappropriate books that were there, and so there was some controversy there at City Hall. One of the council members, you know, um, basically said that uh, she didn't want the city's name on her statement. So I don't know all the background to that. Um, it was it was actually the mayor. Um, also, um, we have. Uh, the fact that just yesterday we loaded the medical container that we've been talking about yes. for about a year and a half. We're so excited. Yeah. Get up it's amazing. It's 12 and a half yeah. tons uh, loaded and shipped today. All to the Praise glory. That was yesterday. Yes. All to the glory of God. That's amazing. 12 and a half tons. And that, that campaign has been going on for months. And yes. you've been pushing that and we've been praying for that. And God has just met the need and. I saw, I saw the Facebook Live. You're yeah. out there, the big old warehouse loading everything up. Yeah. God really uh, impacted me. Yeah, yeah. And so um, there's over 1,200 individual pieces, including uh, there's some uh, artificial knees, you know, brand new, of course, but uh, mm-hmm. they're being sent over. So they had requested. This is in GABA, 
Uganda, which is about an hour and a half outside of Kampala, which is the capital of Uganda. I've been there to that ministry, and uh, they're right there on the lake, uh, Africa Renewal Ministries again. And uh, they have medical clinics, and they're establishing orphanages and uh, schools and churches. It's a full-orbed, robust kingdom dynamic there in Uganda. And they requested some artificial knees, which... uh, Medical Ministries International was able to find a donor of these things to the tune of about a half a million dollars worth of knees. Isn't that amazing? Can you imagine people in Uganda that can't walk and they're coming to the kingdom of God in Uganda there with Africa Renewal Ministries and they're getting their knees replaced and they're able to walk again all to the glory of God and receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. What? what, Why does, I'm just curious, you talk about Uganda several times, you've been there. Yeah. What's maybe a story, something that just really impacts you? Why you, you want to go back? What's, oh, my goodness. The, yeah. This place is right on Lake Victoria. Victory. Lake Victoria. Again, victory. It's the source of the Nile. Dr. Livingston, one of the, he's the first missionary to actually get into the heart of Africa, down uh, past the Sahara into into Central Africa. Yeah. And there's some history there with that. Corey Tinboom went there. Uh, she settled in there. She wanted to live there. There's so much about Uganda. It's amazing. Um, and it's at the source of the Nile. And so we were there having a prophetic conference. And uh, uh, the Lord gave me a word about uh, about how that these pastors were there at the source of the Nile, Lake Victory. And as the Nile snakes its way north uh, into the Sudan and up into Egypt, uh and has Mo- Moses was told by the Lord to grab that serpent by the tail to become a rod to go yes. forward, like a rod of God's word to go forward. So the Lord was telling these pastors that uh, that he was giving them not only the, the written word of God, but the prophetic word to go forth with the rod of God from the source of the Nile at Lake Victory to go forth north into the Sudan and into Egypt to establish God's kingdom and tear down the false gods of Egypt and the false religions of Islam and uh, all the false religions. There was Kony up in the north there in Uganda that was capturing children. He had a group. It was a religious group. He was trying to supposedly establish the Ten Commandments, but he was actually demonically inspired. And so I have memories there, and it's just uh, Uganda is a unique place in the world. And uh, and so this is just a great opportunity to impact them for Christ. And again, we're demonstrating that we're not just pro-life in the womb, as some falsely accuse. We're mm. pro-life from the womb to, to the, the tomb, tomb to the resurrection. Yes. And so that's that's why that's near and dear. But thank you so much for your participation in that. We'll share more about that uh, going forward. And it's, it's, it's all packed up and sealed uh, to be delivered intact there to uh, Gaba, Africa. So also... Um, What's going on here uh, going forward is that uh, we have an opportunity uh, well, the, to to take a stand uh, in Sacramento. Hmm. Uh, and um, so this Monday, you're going to be there, right, Phil? Yeah, we're going down there with, um, I'm actually going with uh, some people from Valley Life there in Selma, California. Okay. Pastor Jesse Alvarez, he's been out here on Kingdom Talk and he invited me to go with him and, and uh, we're going to see you down there. I know you're going to be out there uh, nice and loud and proud of, Taking a stand. Well, it's going to be a great opportunity. Um, Hopefully, humble, not proud. But uh, (laughs) so, so here's a uh, 
Here's a uh, a flyer that I think you actually put together, right? Yeah, I c- yeah. we couldn't find a flyer, so I put something together, yeah. and it's uh, we could post it very nice. on, on our channels here. But uh, yeah, it's Jack Hibbs is, is putting on the event, and there'll be several speakers and throughout the day, and there will be a, there will be a training for those protests because we don't want to be accused of of kind of crossing that line. We really want to really be heard, right? As right. Christians, yes. So Sacramento is coming for your children, the Sacramento yep. Rally for Parental Rights and Lobby Day. Um, Sanja Shaw, you know who she is? Oh, amazing. She is the uh, uh, Chino Hills mm-hmm. School Board president, and uh, she's the one who took a stand there when uh, this representative Thurman and you from Sacramento there, right? came. That's the one you were I was actually in Temecula, oh, okay. which is actually not yeah. far from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this man tried to usurp himself past his three minutes, and she wasn't going to have it. And she says, <laughs> you're the reason we're here. You're pushing this perversion on our children. This is her talking now, uh, and and so on. Uh, but uh, she's going to be there speaking. I'm really looking forward to meeting her. I, I posted I just, it, and she reshared it. That's so I awesome. Like, hey, look, I want to tag her and see if she does it. She did it. That's awesome. Yeah, praise God for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so then also Jack Hibbs, Pastor Jack Hibbs, many of you are familiar with him. He's one who's uh, bringing the kingdom out into uh, the public, into the public square. Uh, Pastor Tim Thompson will be speaking as well. And so we're going to have some training. Now, the best way to register for this, uh, we need to... We need to uh, yeah, just go the, to Eventbrite and search uh, Sacramento Rally for Parental Rights, and that, that event will pop right up. It's only $5 for general admission that, that goes to help make sure the event is taken care of. And the message here on Eventbrite, it says, our, it's very clear. We will not let the government take away our right to raise our children according to our values. As parents, we have the ultimate say in our children's upbringing, education, and medical care. And we will not allow politicians to interfere with those decisions. Well, exactly right. This is Monday, August 21st. That's this Monday. Yep. Just go to Eventbrite. And type in Sacramento Rally for Parental Rights. Yep. Sacramento Rally for Parental Rights on Eventbrite. And we'd love to see you there. Look for us. Uh, we're going to be uh, in prayer and we're going to be there at the steps of the Capitol. It's such a beautiful setting there. I love being in Sacramento. Um, and then, uh, but we'll be, uh, I'm sure, praying and uh, speaking forth the truth in love there on the steps. So the rally is like midday. Yeah. And then there's some training in the morning and some training in the afternoon. And, and also some these speakers will be speaking as well. Yeah, that's important there. At 11 o'clock, the rally will start. The registration's at about 8.15 to 9 a.m. You can just get there. It's going to be a, 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 we're praying that's going to be a great turnout. And the lobby training will happen at 9 o'clock. And just, just go there at Eventbrite for all the details. Now, as far as the rally, now I want to, I'd ask our listeners to double check this, but apparently the rally's going to be on the steps. So, you know, they want you to register, but if you're just going to go to the rally and you can't get there early or whatever, you could uh, most likely just show up on the steps to be a part of the rally. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's probably, outside. Yeah, it's outside. It's outside. So, so anyhow, uh, be aware of that and uh, let's let's try and join in. Also, we have some good news regarding the Pinedale Dispensary of yes. marijuana. We've had uh, we've talked about it here. Uh, uh, on the radio program. Oh yes, and, and uh, we've had uh, you know representative from the community come and and uh, and speak on this. And it's important to not allow uh, more um, challenges to the Pinedale community. Uh, it would have brought armed guards in. Uh, there would basically a, 
a drug uh, influence uh, yes. that's bring, that, that those dispensaries can bring to a community. What I love about this story, it really does show how our, our neighborhoods can make a difference because Pinedale, right, they approved it and then it went to the next phase and they didn't improve it because so much uproar from the teachers, from parents, from the neighborhoods, uh, the merchants there, they did not want it in their neighborhood. And guess what? They won. It's so, amazing. They spoke up. We talked about it here on the radio. You know, I, I understand the influences of marijuana. I smoked it for like five years as a young man. Thankfully, by the time I was 20, the Lord got a hold of me. So I started when I was like 15 years old. And, um, you know, it's not a good influence. Let's just face it. Uh, and um, there's this uh, really move within our culture to promote marijuana as almost a be all and end all, you know, a, a fix all really. Uh, also even, uh, mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms, which are very dangerous oh, and, yeah. uh, psychedelic. And I think open up the doors to influences, uh, of, of evil, you know, really yeah. through, through even demonic, uh, influences. So, um, we are glad that the community spoke up and said, look, our kids are walking past there. They're going to school. There's going to be armed guards there. It's all cash money that's being brought in. Now, again, not everyone that smokes marijuana is really in a culture of drug life, right? Uh, deeply. Yeah. So, so we don't want to paint a broad brush here. Okay. But, uh, the thing is, is that it wasn't a good influence. Parents were concerned near a school and, uh, they ended up speaking up. And uh, they ended up succeeding in keeping that from getting into the community. Yes. And and it's worth noting when talking to some of the representatives, one particular says they talked to one person, another person, and, they, and not many people showed up. But then they realized, oh, they're, they believed exactly what I believe. And hundreds started speaking out. Now they, they just now the domino effect took place. And then now, they, now it didn't happen. So praise God for that. By the way, uh, what about the special brownies that you have? Yeah. Uh, no more special brownies. <laughs> By God's grace, for 40 years, I've uh, been sober, and I'm so grateful for that and to his glory. you know. And so today, uh, we're going to transition here in just a few minutes uh, uh, towards uh, a pre-recorded Kingdom Talk, but we wanted to come on live. We're, we're short on time today. I'm heading to Sacramento, and we have other things going on, but um, we wanted to uh, address and, and make these announcements uh, regarding the container uh, that's been packed and it's shipped off, and we're so excited about that. We also wanted to mention, you know, about the library story reading hours coming up. Uh, also, the success there in Pinedale and keeping that dispensary uh, from uh, uh, being established there in Pinedale, and then also the Sacramento. Did I mention that? Uh, the Sacramento. Yes. Yes. So um, this is uh, what we're about. We're talking all things kingdom. Yeah, and just back to the Sacramento briefly here. Remember that's AB six six five. The state sanctioned kidnapping bill and the other bills, the judges, the other bill, but judges might side with gender affirming parents over custody. The other a AB 1078, the state taking control over local school boards and AB 5 training teachers to profile non LGBTQ plus affirming parents. Remember enough is enough. We need yes. To understand. Amen. That's good. Now the thing is, let's be focused on the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom as we go forward if you have not put your faith in the Lord Jesus, he died for you. He rose from Amen. the dead. He ascended into heaven. He poured out his Holy Spirit. He's coming back to reward the righteous and judge the wicked. So let's let's continue to put our faith in him. Next week, we'll be talking about facilitating unity 
in the kingdom of God with different denominational backgrounds. You know, those who have faith in Christ, they were to receive one another in love, uh, even as little children, Matthew 18. So get your Bibles out and ready for, for next week. But we're going to transition here uh, and this latter part of Kingdom Talk today, August uh, 19th, Saturday, uh, when this is aired on KXEX, uh, we'll be transitioning to a pre-recorded portion. But thanks so much for listening. We'll be back again next week with a brand new, fresh, entire hour. And then today on Kingdom Talk 2.0, coming up next, it's going to be fresh and new with Pastor Charlie Avila and myself. We'll be diving in deeper into the good things of the kingdom of God because we know that the gospel of the kingdom is the power of God unto salvation to all those who believe. God bless you all. Go forward in faith and confidence in Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful day. Continue to listen in. We're going to continue with Kingdom Talk here for the rest of this hour and on into the next hour. Thank you so much. and love and of a sound mind. So we have power. And he says, be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel by the power of God, not by our own strength, not just by pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps, right? And and resisting the devil, but submitting to God and resisting the devil. And then, um, you know, but I, I just think we should fo- really focus in on a part of Jesus we don't hear a lot about mm. too, you know? And that is that he was a fiery man of truth. Oh yeah. A divine man. Yes. The son of God, son of man. And he spoke truth, and especially when it came to hypocrisy in leadership and what's going on. Uh, can we read Matthew 23, uh, 23? Are you able to read that uh, for us, uh, Matthew Phil? 23? Yeah, just Matthew 23, 23. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. He's uh, there, uh, and he's in Jerusalem. He's talking to the scribes and the Pharisees. Yeah, please. In 23, he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe, the mint and and eyes and... and Come in and have neglected the waiter matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done with leaving the others undone. There you go. So I can just hear Jesus, though. You know, he wasn't not soft spoken at this point. You know, it's like, woe to you, scribes of hypocrites. You pay tithes of mint and eyes and cumin. And if you omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy and faith, these things you ought to have done and to leave the other undone. And he goes on there. Can you read the verses? Uh, uh, you know, 25 through 28, please. 25 through 28, yes, uh-huh. of the same chapter. Yes. It's uh, 25 to 28. Uh, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish. But mm. the inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and mm. all uncleanliness. Yeah, yeah. Even so outwardly you appear righteous unto men, but within you're full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Now, we need to make sure that we're not those whited sepulchers, right? right. Yeah. So, so um, you know, in uh, to Timothy, you know, Paul says... Um, 
that um, he says uh, to 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 obey magistrates, okay, mm-hmm. to be subject to principalities and powers, to uh, to speak evil of no man, to show all meekness unto all men. Mm-hmm. For you also once were foolish, talking about us now. That doesn't apply to you, Loto. You uh, <laughs> for the rest of us. You also once were foolish. You were foolish, yeah. disobedient, deceived. Mm-hmm. Serving diverse or yeah. many lusts and pleasures, hateful and hating one another. That, that's Dennis McCourt, mm. BC, before Christ. Yeah. Think about it. You also, so we have to be careful. We got to recognize yes. such were some of you, Paul says in another place, you know, adulterers, fornicators, homosexual, uh, murderers, whatever, that such were some of you, but you were washed, but you are cleansed, but you're sanctified by the Lord Jesus Christ. So let us. Make sure that we are being authentic with the Lord, mm. right? Because to walk in the light, we talked about in many shows back uh, in First John, mm-hmm. you know, to, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we're talking about shining the light, right, on the good and the evil yes. today. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. What is walking in the light? Well, it begins by, if you confess your sins, mm-hmm. he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Thank you, Lord. And to cleanse us from not some, but all unrighteousness. And that word confess there in the Greek is homologia. It means to say the same thing. Homo, same. Mm. Like homosexuals, you know, you love the same sex or whatever. Yeah. Homo, homologia, say the same. Logia, logos, word. Homologia, yeah. agree with God. Say the same thing. God, oh. I have sinned. Be merciful to me. Right? Yes. And so... Um, we need to agree with God about our own dark tendencies. Mm-hmm. We know in Jeremiah 17, he says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's my own heart. Jesus says from within, out of the heart proceeds evil dots, adulteries, fornication, murders. All these things come from within me, within you, separate from Christ. Wow. Yeah. And, and so, so we then acknowledge that and we confess it yeah. and we don't uh you know make ourselves out to be something that we're not that yeah. we're all walking in shoe leather we're houses of clay right mm. and then and then you know it's interesting that uh jesus says you know uh right here in the in the all of it actually it's the sermon on the mount um you know he he does he does uh, talk about how how that we're to get the beam out of our own eye Right, mm-hmm. uh, and then you shall see clearly to help get the speck. Yes, uh, see that's that spiritual warfare yes. starting in the in the prayer closet. Yes, in our yes. own our own spirit. It's a spiritual warfare. It's our spirit being subject unto the spirit of God. Yes, this is so awesome, Dennis. You 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 man, you're hitting it right on on the head because. When we acknowledge our own sin, when we confess, when we we say the same thing that God is saying about our own sin, yeah, it is so awesome to come from that place because when we confess our sin, we're forgiven, we're repented as we come from a place of repentance, so we can walk, you know, and we're able to handle mercy and truth a lot better because we come from a heart of repentance. Because first, we 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 know that we were forgiven, mm-hmm. so we can offer grace, we can yeah. offer mercy because we ourselves, but then we can also tell the truth. Why? Because We've experienced the consequence wow. of sin. And so we have a certain authority that, we, you know, I don't buy into the, well, you shouldn't talk about something because you did it in your past. 
No, I think that actually gives people an authority yeah. that, that other people don't have. So it, it's awesome that it comes from a place of repentance. And then what, what an awesome example that we have in Christ. Mm. A prime, prime example of this, because if you look at his life, man, Jesus, you know, he would let the prideful have it. He would let the prideful have mm-hmm. it. I mean, he'd call them brood of vipers, you bunch of snakes, you hypocrites, yeah. you empty, you know, you whitewashed tombs, you know, full of dead men's bone. But man, he had grace on the meek and the humble. You know, he, he had grace and mercy for them, you know. And so, man, I, I love that we, we, we have that example in him that we can follow ourselves. You know, and the thing is, is that, uh, and Jesus took upon that consequence for us yes. is the thing. And uh, so when I was in darkness and bound to sin, you know, um, uh, sexual sin, uh, drug addiction, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even, you know, lying and thievery, you know. Yeah. God had his uh, merciful hand upon me. It's, it's hard to believe. I was so far running the other direction, Loto and Phil and my list, our listeners. I was running the other direction. I mean, I was Jonah. You know, wow. I had to be thrown into the water. I remember mm. in San Francisco there on Powell Street when the cable car was being turned around. My brother and I were smoking a joint. And we're, this is in the 70s. I'm, I'm 15, 16, 15. What was I? Was I 15 wow. years old? And uh, we hop on a train from Redwood City right up into San Francisco, and we're just kicking around the city. And we're sitting there at Powell and Market, and this black preacher is preaching right there. That's a <gasps> great spot, by the way, Powell and Market, if you're not familiar with it. Mm. It's a major intersection there, and the cable car turns around. It's the beginning of the cable car, and they turn around. It's historic, you know, and and uh, we've preached there. I've preached there before since then, but but um, he's preaching, young man, God's got a call on your life. He's calling you. I start cursing him out. Cursing him out. Mm. Get out of here. Blankety, blankety, blankety. And this this man comes over and puts his hand on my shoulder. He just wants you to know God. He wants you to know that God loves you. I said, well, tell him to love somebody else. Blankety, blankety, blank. And just just you know, ran. I was crying, honestly, 15 years old. And I just, I would get it, you know, hop on the train. I don't think my brother and I said a word the whole way back and just rode back, you know. Wow. And, it, and it wasn't until... Six years later, God's mercy reaching out to me. Ooh, and I, was, I wasn't I was looking for him, brother. Yep. <laughs> uh, I was not looking for him. Hallelujah, he looked God. for me. Come on, yeah. He left the 99 mm-hmm. and came after me. And he's doing that right now for you. If you're yes. listening in, you don't yes, know him. Yes. He says, I love you. I sent, I sent. I didn't sit back mm-hmm. in heaven in glory and just watch you suffer. I sent my best. And Jesus said, I didn't sit back. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. Jesus Christ left the glory of heaven to sacrifice for you and to deal with the consequence of your sin, of my sin. Mm. Call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. This is the power of God, the gospel. We're not ashamed of the gospel of the kingdom of God. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to all, not some, Mm -hmm. all who believe. Will you simply believe the good news? There's good news. He died for you. He took your sin upon him. He's removed it as far as the east from the west. If you just say, Lord, agree with God. Agree with God. I have sinned against you and he'll wash you and cleanse you even right now. A new creation. Nothing standing between you and a holy God. Just say, Lord, forgive me, Lord. I'm sorry I was uh, hurtful to others. Lord, I'm sorry, God, that I've been so selfish. I'm sorry, God, that I've been full of lust or greed or hatred. Murderous heart, Lord. Forgive me for pride, Mm. hatred. Lord Jesus, forgive me. Wash me clean. And he does right now. He washes you. Yes, say, Lord, forgive me. I love you. You are my Lord. And say, I will Mm. follow you. And the Holy Spirit 
breathes on yes. you right now and you are filled and empowered with the love and power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, God. Because it's not by works of righteousness that he saved us, but according to his mercy, by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the word. And, and brothers, I'm just telling you that there was a time where I was brand new saved and I, I, I went out and, and, and I wanted to get high. So I bought a whole bag of, of, of marijuana and it was a lot of back then it was 30 bucks. That's like, like 120 bucks now or more. And, uh, I'd smoke like half a joint. I get a little high and I start getting convicted. I throw the bag away mm. and then, and then I'd go back, uh, a few days later, yeah, I wanted to do it again. It. So I go looking for it, you know, and I'd go out and buy <laughs> another one. Right. Yeah. And I'd only smoke a half a joint. I throw the whole, but finally I got tired of spending, spending 30 bucks for half a joint. And, uh, I start, and I realized I wanted the fellowship with God more than I wanted that high. I would open my Bible and I'd, and I'd be tempted and I'd say, mm. you know what? I want to be in the presence of God more. I would open up a magazine, a Christian magazine. I'd hear about what God's doing in the world. I wanted that more than I want. And by his grace, I've been sober for 40 plus. All right. To his go. glory. By his Praise grace. God. I just got one question. Yes. How, what was, uh, actually two questions. How do you know that the price now? Ah, you told me. And what was the blankety blank? You told I me. <laughs> <laughs> I said probably a hundred. Probably. Okay, there you go. Probably. Uh, yeah. so, but you just confirmed it is. Well, so I, don't know. Know. No, I don't know. Said, I was said, said, how do you know? You said, how do you know? As if I really know for you sure. You said I Googled it. I must have nailed it. I said, why'd you Google it? I must have nailed it. I must have nailed it. I confess nothing. <laughs> What are we talking about again? Uh, this is Kingdom Talk <laughs> Radio. Special brownies. Special Every brownies. Okay. Saturday from 12 to 1. And yes. welcome to the kingdom of God if yes. you just put your faith in Jesus. Oh my gosh. You Thank know, you, Lord. Yes, but the thing is, is that now when we've done this, brothers, when we've overcome this, not not perfectly, but we, we are on a trajectory of being overcome. We are more than conquerors mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. There was a uh, statue in Rome of Caesar. It said conqueror of the world. And mm. Paul says to the Romans, the church in Rome, he says, you are more, yeah, more. than conquerors yes, sir. in Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. And so uh, let's go ahead. Talking about being in a place of victory in Christ in the kingdom. Let's go ahead and play. This is a clip from uh, the Great Freedom Revival in Clovis this weekend. Yeah, well, you know, you know, we're, we're going to play this right now. But, you know, it was, was a pleasant surprise, a special day this past Saturday. It was and Lolo showed up with him. We came. It you was know, so great having yeah, you guys there. And uh, it's like okay, here comes uh, the the speaker, and all of a sudden, what, who do they announce? Let's see if you recognize this voice. This is Brandon. Right, yeah. Y'all are idiots. Which you have seen. Right, right the things which are, are why people... and the <laughs> things which will be after you. And one of those things is the seventh trumpet sounds. There's a great voice in heaven saying, "The kingdoms of this world mm-hmm. have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ." What a glorious day. What a hope we have. We're talking about the priority of the kingdom of God. The reality is that the liberation and the freedom that we have is in Christ. It's not in a community organizer. It's in his kingdom of God, not the kingdom of men. It's in the church, not the civic center. It's in the body of Christ, not the body politic. It's accomplished by the spirit, not through social transformation. Come on. Come on. We don't need a political revolution. We need revival. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the church restored. We are subjects and citizens of the kingdom of God. We are a subculture. 
countercultural counter society that turns the world upside down. When we recognize who we truly are in Christ, it's from there of that robust identity as sons and daughters of the King, subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God, that we then go out as salt and light. And we turn, we put school board members in. We vote in men and women of God. We take a stand and we speak up in the public square. Okay, very good. Thank you. God. Now, the, the beginning of that clip, there was somebody else saying something. I, I want to make sure people don't understand that wasn't me making that comment about idi- idiots or something. The, there was the yeah, that break. wasn't you. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was exactly. Seriously, that was someone else. It was a double, yeah. doubled over. Anyways, yep. but you know what? I heard you in that clip the first time just now mm. rooting me on. Yes, I could sir. hear your voice, Loto, from Praise the crowd. God. Thank you. To have you brothers Praise there uh, was just an honor, and it was a joy. What was cool was that, yes, they had uh, these speakers that were lined up. Um, yeah. It was um, uh, David Barton's son, Tim Barton, from Wall Builders. He was yes. amazing. He did a, just yeah. a great job. He talks about the history. And so with that revival, it was it was um, that uh, Ted Laurent, I, I mm. pronounce his name that way, mm. That he, uh, I believe, got some direction from the Lord. He was using the pattern of Revelation 1 there at the end of the chapter, their first chapter. And it says, write the things which you have seen, the things which are, and the things which are hereafter or are yet to come. And so uh, Tim Barton was to cover the things which you've seen. So history, right? And then Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum, is on KXEX, uh, Monday through Friday, is a national radio host. He was to cover the things which are current events, right? And then Ted was to cover the things which are yet to come, Bible prophecy, what's coming down the road. And so um, it turned out that uh, Brandon couldn't make it. And so I got a call from Ted uh, that morning, literally like two and a half hours before I needed to be there, Mm. if I could step in for Brandon. And the Lord helped me, and I tied (laughs) some notes together. And it was just a joy to be there. And I'm so glad you brothers were there. But um, you can go uh, to... Uh, Rumble, yeah, Rumble, find... Oreo Express, uh, Josh uh, Fulford, yeah, Fulford, he was he was there, yeah, mm-hmm. and, guy, he recorded, yeah, and his his Oreo Express. If you go to his uh, his site on on Facebook and or Rumble, right, YouTube, that, yeah. that'll come up. If you want to check that out, but but you know, going back to this though about about really uh, overcoming our own tendency towards sin, then we have the moral authority to then take a stand in the public square. Well, we have so much to talk about. We have we have to move forward here. But I do want to say this, is that the hypocrisy of wokeism is just through the roof. You know, the whole idea, you know, uh, this it's, it's like a, a pur- puritanical, pharisaical hypocrisy. Yeah. You know, straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. You know, um, implementing DEI or diversity and equity and inclusion all the while having porous borders and allowing for what's going on with the sex trafficking there at the border, right? Straining at a gnat, swallowing a camel, hypocrisy. You know, uh, the whole thing about, um, uh, you know, saying, look, we have a problem with systemic racism, but what about systemic immorality or sexual immorality with Pride Month? What about systemic pride, and systemic lying, systemic killing of babies, and religious bigotry. Straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. You know, we're going to make sure you put your aluminum can in this container, and you put your paper and your compost over here, right? 
uh, all the while uh, promoting uh, gender transitioning and mutilation of kids. You know, so so these things ought to be done and not to leave the other undone, right? So we're not saying let's we shouldn't take care of the environment. Yeah, let's 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 recycle. But this is not like God's main priority when we're killing babies in the womb, when we're promoting sexual immorality, when the, 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 the amount of lying that goes on in the body politic and in the media. Uh, this is about not straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. But, but we need these things we ought to do and not leave the other undone. Justice, mercy, and faith. Justice meaning righteousness. Righteousness includes protecting the children. Righteousness includes sexual purity. Righteousness includes truthfulness, not deception, not so-called science leading people off a cliff. And so that's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. We need to be uh, playing the organ there. I'm about ready to start preaching. We got to get that dialed up there, producer, for next week. We're going to get an organ sound going there. And uh, But the point is, is that we have uh, so much to talk about here. Again, Phil, we're, Kirk Cameron, he said he's having some growing pains. What, what, what's that? Uh, that's I, don't, I never watched that show. Okay. That was, that was time, his show, but he actually kidding. is having growing yes, pains is. because he's getting pushed back. Yep. He's growing the ministry. Yep. And Praise he's getting God. pushed back from these libraries. Some are refusing to let him in. But once he just talks humbly and calmly and articulately, he says, look, well, I you know, want you to remind you of the First Amendment. And I want you yes. to remind you of the legal counsel that I have. And they start all of a sudden doing backflips to, to let him in. Yeah. yeah, so we need, to, we need to be doing that as well. Uh, moving on here. You know, this whole package here of AB 1078. Last week, you know, I mentioned that the, the governor was a... Um, megalomaniac. I want to I want to retract that. What I want to say is that what he's doing is mega maniacal, okay? In other words, the actions appear to be demonstrating he's so caught up in his own ego and his own legacy as the mayor of San Francisco to hold the first illegal uh, gay marriage in his mayor's office illegally, okay? And then to make sure that he's going to force these books down the school board there who uh, my goodness, this is America, but for, this is the kingdom of God, but it's America with the First Amendment rights. He's saying, you will distribute these books. We will force them down your throat. We will ship them. We will bill you and we'll fine you one and a half million dollars. And the courageous school board members, you send those books, we'll pack them up and we'll send them back. And by the way, talk about lies. There's fake news out there that they've completely capitulated the governor. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. They have rejected the supplemental material on mm-hmm. Harvey Milk, which would started mm-hmm. the whole debate in the first place. They're rejecting that supplemental material. It's not going to be taught. It's not going to be given in the school. So, so uh, you know, we do need to uh, to 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 be taking a stand on this. What's yeah. the shock jock for Jesus got to say about this, uh, Phil? <laughs> the shock jock for Jesus. I love it. Uh, I was getting ready for the next soundbite here. Okay. I, I just have a real there. quick Go question. Are you saying that he should be more mega maniacal instead of mega maniacal? <laughs> <laughs> and get back to the Constitution? Oh, Lord, that's yeah. true. Yeah, me- mega maniacal, yeah. exactly. Because there's enough of that mega, going around mega. on both sides of the aisle, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But um, so that's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, so, yes, but this is something that's hitting right here at home. Man. You know, it is. And before we even go there, in Chino, this yes. representative that was, you've got, you've yeah. got to, uh, we played that last week. Go back mm-hmm. to the podcast. By the way, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
you can go to YouTube and, mm-hmm. and find us and go back to last week's program. We played a clip uh, from from uh, that meeting there in Chino Hills. Boy, they're a city set on a hill mm-hmm. that cannot be hit. Those are people that knows their rights. Well, she's amazing, isn't yep. she? Yeah. She's like, you know what? Yep. If I came to Sacramento, you give me done. one minute, yeah. 60 seconds, you cut me off immediately. Mm-hmm. And you're the reason we're here, she said. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's pushing this uh, inappropriate pornographic material upon our children. Yep. And, and no, you can't talk anymore. And they literally had the police escort, escort. him away. Yeah. Talk about the tables being turned, brothers and mm-hmm. sisters. Yeah. So, so, but we have here even, uh, this is something we need to do locally because it's, it's a common sense solution. It's a common sense proposition to let children who are transitioning to have the parents informed, to let the parents know when a child is transitioning, when a child is transitioning, um, we need to uh, uh, let the parents know this is common sense. The vast majority of Californians believe this. This is a lose-lose for the governor. It's a lose-lose. We have Hollywood stepping in and, and saying that we don't want pe- our kids to be have body parts cut off, and they're liberal. Yeah. I mean, and Neil's stepping out. Have you heard that story right there? Neil's is uh, retracted the story, but he didn't retract it. But he's basically saying, if I get canceled because of this, I don't care, basically. Yeah, he's standing. He's saying that we cannot have that affirming care for our kids. I don't know who Neo is, but oh, Lolo, you know who Neo is. He's a famous R and B singer. Okay, okay, yeah. So, so yeah. So that's that's people are speaking up, and uh, so we need to do the same. We need to do that here. So Mm -hmm. it won't be long before we're bringing this locally. I'm telling you right now, talking about very shortly at the school board meeting, saying we expect parents to be notified within three days from when. A child says they're transitioning. We need to do this across America. We're going to do that here in Fresno. We're going to do it here in Clovis. And we're going to stand up in respect and acknowledge there are good teachers. There are good school board members. There are, there are students. We love all students. We affirm all people, not all actions, right? So we are the lovers. So you can't pigeonhole us. We're not going to let you because we truly are loving and we want the best for the children. And we're not going to allow the enemy to throw a pall or a blanket over uh, the community to understand, yeah. look, this is something we should stand together on, all of us. Left, right, liberals, conservative is, you know, um, leave our kids alone. Amen. Amen. There's something I, I do want to point out that I think that we all need to hear as the body of Christ and the church. And really, I can just uh, put it in just a, a question. Is it okay now to talk about politics? Is it okay now to bring up politics? Because man, this in the is church? great. Yes, I, I'm. I'm really grateful that that man, the church is stepping up. But man, this would have been really, really, really good at the beginning of all of this. I'm, I'm imagining. I'm wondering how many kids would be saved from the horror of being uh, uh, transitioned. But because as as a body, uh, as a whole church, like we stepped away from politics. You know, the the problem with that is we step away, but we're supposed to live with their with the consequences of their decisions. Like. No, we need to speak up. We need to get up out there. And, and we should have stepped in long before this because we're the salt and the light of the world. We're the preservers of truth and morality. We're the agents of change that God left on this earth. You know, we're the ones that's supposed to bring the light, you know, not Come just on. to the darkness, but to, to the, you know, to the good. Because if we don't, who else, who else will? And, and I'll tell you what, what would happen if we don't. Exactly what's happening now. And what, I'll speak for myself. This just 
transitioning thing, this trans—it's satanic. Come on, it is straight up. Thank just, you. It's demonic. It, it is. It is. It is satanic. It's pagan worship. Yeah. We are literally we're allowing our children to be sacrificed on the altar of their demonic ideology. And 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 I'm I'm sorry that if if, if that offends people, but it is demonic when you can take something and, and take our child and cut them up. You know, I remember when they, you know, when it used to be a problem that we shock our kids, you know, for treatment, you know, and, and, and I agree with that. I think that's barbaric. So what's the alternative? What we cut parts off? That, that's, 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 that's demonic. Thank you for calling it what it is. And, and again, I, we're not going to be, um, disrespecting our pastors mm-hmm. whom we love, who have a tremendously difficult yes. job we did be praying for. But, yes. but some pastors and leaders say they don't want to get p- political, but abortion, and I talked about this mm-hmm. on Saturday, abortion is forbidden in Exodus 20. Traditional marriage is extolled in Matthew 19. Homosexuality is forbidden in Romans 1. Yes. Divorce is forbidden in Matthew 6. Racism is condemned in Matthew 5. Love the stranger is, is, is commanded in Leviticus 19 and obey God rather than man in Acts 5. So we've got to obey God rather than man. We have to speak up on these biblical principles. It's not about being partisan or political. It's about being principled, biblically principled, taking a stand at the pulpit. There's a lot of P's there. Um, mm-hmm. At the pulpit and and really uh, realizing God's kingdom is bigger than partisan politics. It's better than denominationalism. It's more inclusive than nationalism, more accepting than racism and sexism. Yeah. God's kingdom is more righteous than civil rights, Glory. more holy than self-help programs, you, more truthful than the media, more united in loving kindness than all the world's social ideologies. It's all about Jesus. It's all about the kingdom. Mm. It's not about being political. Man. So, so now, you know, going forward, uh, here, we do need to honor and uh, just give out a shout out, a prayer out, a praise out to a uh, Chloe Cole, our dear yes. Deborah. She is a Deborah in the kingdom of God. Praise God. And our listeners need to hear her speak. Mm. This beautiful young lady who mm-hmm. spoke at your church, she was, she could, yes. she ended up doing it through video, I think, mm-hmm. but, but she was at the uh, conference there recover, yeah. reclaiming the rainbow. Yes. Yeah. Jim Franklin's church there in the praise tower. God. There at um, downtown, downtown Fresno. Fresno, yeah, at the theater there, and so um, she's there. She's, uh, I think she's like eighteen years young, nineteen years young, mm-hmm. and she realized she was fed a bill of goods. She was led down a primrose path, encouraged down yeah. by the system. Talk about systemic problems, systemic immorality, systemic child abuse, systemic lying. Systemic false science that led this young, beautiful daughter of the king, a princess who's going to rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years and then on into eternity. This daughter of the king was lied to, deceived, and led down this path. Let's hear from her herself, and let's give a good chunk of that. I want to get a good three, four minutes of that in there. Let's go ahead and... Another way to put that would be, I used to believe that I was born the wrong body. And the adults in my life, whom I trusted, affirmed my belief, and this caused me lifelong irreversible harm. I speak to you today as a victim of one of the biggest medical scandals in the history of the United States of America. I speak to you in the hope that you will have the courage to bring the scandal to an end and ensure that other vulnerable teenagers, children, and young adults don't go through what I went through. At the age of 12, I began to experience what my medical team would later diagnose as gender dysphoria. I was well into an early puberty, and I was very uncomfortable with the changes that were happening to my body. 
I was, intimida- I was intimidated by male attention. And when I told my parents that I felt like a boy, in retrospect, all I meant was that I hated puberty, that I wanted this newfound sexual attention to go away, that I looked up to my brothers a little bit more than I did to my sisters. I came out as transgender in a letter I sent on the dining room table. My parents were immediately concerned. They felt like they needed to get outside help from medical professionals, but this proved to be a mistake. It immediately set our entire family down a path of ideologically motivated deceit and coercion. The gender specialist I was taken to, taken to see told my parents that I needed to be put on puberty-blocking drugs right away. They asked my parents a simple question. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living transgender son? The choice was enough for my parents to let their guard down, and in retrospect, I can't blame them. This was the moment that we all became victims of so-called gender-affirming care. I was fast-tracked onto puberty blockers and then testosterone. The resulting menopausal-like hot flashes made focusing on school impossible. I still get joint pains and weird pops in my back, but they were far worse when I was on the blockers. A month later, when I was 13, I had my first testosterone injection. This caused permanent changes to my body. My voice will forever be deeper, my jawline sharper, my nose longer, my bone structure um, permanently masculinized, my Adam's apple more prominent, my fertility unknown. I look in the mirror sometimes and I feel like a monster. I had a double mastectomy at 15. They tested my amputated breast for cancer. And I was cancer free, of course. I was perfectly healthy. There was nothing wrong with my still developing body or my breasts, other than that, as an insecure teenage girl, I felt awkward about it. After my breasts were taken away from me, the tissue was incinerated. Before I was able to legally drive, I had, part, I had a huge part of my future womanhood taken from me. I will never be able to breastfeed. I struggle to look at myself in the mirror at times. I, I, I still struggle to this day with sexual dysfunction. And I have massive scars across my chest. And the skin grafts that they use, that they took of my nipples, are weeping fluid today. And they were grafted into a more masculine positioning, they said. After surgery, my grades in school plummeted. Everything that I went through did nothing to address my underlying mental health issues that I had. And my doctors, with their theories on gender, thought that all my problems would go away as soon as I was surgically transformed into something that vaguely resembled a boy. Their theories were wrong. The drugs and surgeries changed my body, but they did not and could not change the basic reality that I am and forever will be a female. When my specialist first told my parents that they could have a dead daughter or a live transgender son, I wasn't suicidal. I was a happy child who struggled because she was different. However, at 16, after my surgery, I did become suicidal. I'm doing better now. But my parents almost got the dead daughter promised to them by my doctors. My doctors had almost created the very nightmare they said they were trying to avoid. So what message do I want to bring to American teenagers and their families? I didn't need to be lied to. I needed compassion. I needed to be loved. I needed to be given therapy to help me work through my issues, not affirm to my delusion that by transforming into a boy, it would solve all my problems. We need to stop telling 12-year-olds that they were born wrong that they are right to reject their own bodies and feel uncomfortable with their own skin. We need to stop telling children that puberty is an option, that they can choose what kind of puberty they will go through, just so they can choose what clothes to wear or what music to listen to, 
Puberty is a rite of passage to adulthood, not a disease to be mitigated. Today, I should be at home with my family celebrating my 19th birthday. Mm. And instead, I'm making a desperate plea to my elected, re- my elected representatives. Learn the lessons from other medical scandals like the opioid crisis. Mm. To recognize that doctors are human too, and sometimes they are wrong. My childhood was ruined along with thousands of detransitioners that I know through our networks. This needs to stop. You alone can stop it. Enough children have already been victimized by this barbaric pseudoscience. Please let me be your final warning. Oh my goodness. I, I, I just, it's heart wrenching. Uh, and, um, God is, is it, it, what they meant for evil, God's turning for good. You know, Chloe, we love you. We pray for you. You are a hero. Uh, you're speaking up, and God is using you so mightily. Mm. Um, I, I, I just can't, uh, hard to add anything to what she said. It's so true. This is our Custer's last stand. This this is our watershed moment. This is, this is you know, if slavery was, was still today, would we speak up against slavery, mm. you know? Are we willing to stand against the cult? Sure. My goodness, Loto. I mean, when you hear that her testify like that, it's just it's it's, it's so sad, and it does uh, point out how this is coming from the pit of hell. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and, and speaking of that, man, hell's fire is here. You know, as she's talking, I just think about our schools. You know, and again, we have wonderful educators. There's amazing people in yes. education. But my goodness, man, if we walked by a burning building and we heard kids in there, of course, we would do whatever to get those kids and to save them. Right. Beloved uh, listeners, I'm telling you, the schools are on fire and there's that's kids it. in there that's in Thank danger, you. in danger of permanent damages, permanent scars that Chloe spoke of. And what are we going to do about that? You know, she she proved that uh, this is a mistaken ideology. Uh, and that, that her, her breasts were taken away from her, she said. When my breasts were taken from me, they were incinerated. Never able to breastfeed. And she lost her childhood. Her grades plummeted. And they threatened her, would you want a dead daughter or a transgender daughter or son? And that was a false uh, dichotomy. That was a false choice there. It was a lie. Yeah, and suicide rate among among those have tran- detrans- uh, have transition. Excuse me, is is really high. So it's it's very high. Yeah. You know, follow follow good science. Yes. You know, and and let's really understand. She says that there are thousands of of fellow detransitioners, those who are leaving. They're transitioning that they've done and coming back to their original design as a man or a woman uh, that, that are, are sharing on a, on a group that she has. And, and so this is, this is growing and growing. This is all just because of hyper-liberalism and progressive. We're going to try anything new and throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. Ridiculous insanity from the pit of hell. And we're not going to be silent about it. We're going to speak up and we're going to take a stand. And we love, we love those people. There yes. is a very small yes. of her morphodites. That are born with a two uh, potential sexual uh, um, organs. Okay, uh, that could be a man or a woman. So th- that's a that's a real problem. Okay, the D- they could now check the DNA and they could they determine their test now. Right, and they can actually yeah. go in that direction. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. 
But uh, we have nothing but love, and they they are uh, fully to be honored, as uh, especially in Christ. But even it's as human being, we we honor and receive them. So we're not talking about. So don't let the enemy broad brush. You know, uh, either way, we, we are recognizing that there are some true challenges for some people. But that's not what's going on with this whole uh, gender ide- ideology. And that's what it is. It's an ideology, and we're going to speak against these principles yes. that are lies. Yes. Now moving forward here. Um, I mentioned how that Auto Trader uh, fired an employee who spoke up at her Catholic Christian mm-hmm. school, saying, "I don't want LGBTQ uh, agenda being pushed on my child." She got fired the next day by Auto Trader, yeah. who was owned by Cox uh, Automotive, who's owned by Cox Inc., which is a multi-billion with a B dollar corporate entity, and I experienced. Uh, some of the wokeism uh, a few years ago when I was working for them, we got a memo and it was basically a threat. It was a threat saying, look, we're, in, we're, we're uh, inclusive. And if you don't, if you're not, inclu- if we hear one word, if you even think about expressing your religious faith that would say that, that if you even make a word about it, you will be punished, probably fired. And I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. I don't have the exact wording, but I remember that. And, uh, um, it's, it's, it's really a travesty. And what's happened at Southwest is quite interesting. I'm not saying necessarily this judgment by the judge. Um, there's that article about Southwest, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, uh, it, it basically their lawyers are being charged. It says here, Fed, federal judge orders Southwest Airlines attorneys to attend religious liberty training yes. from conservative Hello groups. diversity. Yes. <laughs> Hello diversity. diversity now, huh? Now, yes. I mean, whatever. Uh, the bottom line is, is that what they did was religious bigotry at Southwest. Uh, they, they need to attend a religious liberty training from a conservative legal advocacy group as punishment for allegedly wow. uh, violating wow. his his, uh, his ruling in a religious discrimination case mm. uh, brought against the company by a fired flight attendant. So this flight attendant was fired because of her faith, basically. Um, so the last last year, a jury found the Southwest and transport union workers discriminated against Charlene Carter when it fired the flight attendant after she expressed her pro-life beliefs. Uh, to her union president, Jeez. to the union president, she's doing this, which which is to be completely. I mean, there's the union's supposed to be working for her. Yes, so that's right. This is what we're doing, but you know what? The joy of the mm. Lord is our strength, Thank and we have God. such great hope. Yes, the tide is turning. Yes, the pendulum is swinging, mm-hmm. and we are going to move forward in faith and confidence in Christ, you, in hope, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you, brothers, so much. Praise let's God. let's give, give a word real quick to our, our listeners uh, just of hope and, and light as we close out. Amen. You know, for those of you that, that heard earlier the message of salvation, man, I want to point out that John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world. It doesn't say that because the world needed a Savior or because the world was doing so bad. No. God loves you because he loves you. Bottom Amen. line. Amen. That's the bottom line here on Kingdom Talk. Every Saturday we'll talk to you next week. Have a great afternoon. God is good. Let's shine the light on the good. Amen.